Hey guys, I don't know if you're like me, but I love Count the Dings and everything it has to offer. I just can't find everything I need. You know, I know about Cinephobe and I know about the mailbag and I know about Bomb, but that's all we do, right, I mean? No, we do so much more. What? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up, patreon.com slash count the dings, you'll find a plethora of other content, fresh content, extended content, the OG pod overflow, the Cinephobe cold opens that we've taken and made their own thing to live only there the re-watchingtons bomb and it's full Ooh. and unadulterated cut early drops of cinephobe episodes and so much more said the og pod now is it new or is it old mace i'm glad you asked that it is a new incarnation mm-hmm. of the old og pod oh. so it's me zach trey Waz, tom i love those guys just like we always were going back to the true hoop days mm-hmm. we're recreating that magic recapturing it and putting it back out we're talking hoops we're talking pop culture and most importantly we're talking for 40 minutes for free mm-hmm. but then another specific patreon exclusive segment for every one of those episodes funny enough about that og pod you're getting tom and trey on mondays you're getting me and waz aka zosny on wednesdays Amin's floating in between i'm a floater you never know when you're gonna get Amin in those so you gotta listen to them all and what if i'm not sure what maze looks like because i've always thought he's a fat man with a fedora he's got a weird voice how can i see for myself what this maze character actually looks like it's crazy you don't know the answer to this mm. because it's the cinephobe pod youtube page what the ct5s on the cinephobe pod youtube page you can look at all of us you can get all the og pods on youtube too at count the dings one on youtube at cinephobe pod on youtube patreon.com slash count the dings gets you everything all in one feed you can link it to your spotify and now enjoy the show this episode is brought to you by shopify Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to another episode of Crypto Bros. I'm your host, Jason Madison. Joined as always by my co-host, Chris Epps, Mike Risset. And we got a special guest, DJ John John. What up, John John? 
DJ John John is a good friend of mine. He's a DJ. He's an entrepreneur. He's an investor. He's a smart black man. Somebody you should definitely listen to. And uh, yeah, we wanted to have him on the pod. Reminisce, talk a little shop, talk about what's going on in the world today. But first, I wanted to congratulate him officially over the air, recorded forever. Let my niggas know. My nigga John John opened up his own 7-Eleven in Las Vegas. That's fire. Yeah. And business has been booming. Yeah, that's that's a great investment. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You know? It's so, soft. Yeah. It's, you know, it's nice being the black, first black owner too. First yeah. black owner in, in, in Vegas or in Nevada? In the state. In the, in state. the state. Wow. But that's cool. I mean, that, that story, like, got out. yeah, that story got out, man. But, I mean, it's cool just trying to, like, because they don't, like, you know, in L.A., like, we got so much culture here. I'm yeah. about, I don't want to take away from mm-hmm. anything. Well, oh, nah, yeah, right. nah. Go. Go. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I was going to jump just to say, like, you know, L.A. got, we got so much culture here. We got so many um affluent African Americans who've done like great things like you know mayors and just all kind of stuff and politics and this and that like you know out there is completely kind of different. It's really dominated by kind of one um one group or a couple different groups that own things and own businesses and stuff like that. So it was uh it was interesting to see their reaction to me, you know, being an outsider kind of go into that environment. But it was uh, it was nice to see, you know, ultimately. And how how in depth was that process to become an owner of that franchise? Um, I think it was just hard to conceptualize at first, you know. Um, but the whole process talk took about like six to nine months, I think total, but, uh, you know, funded mostly by my stock portfolio at the time, like about like probably 50% was actual cash and another 50 was stocks. No one really knows that part either, but. Oh, that's dope. So, um, how did you decide that you wanted to buy 7-Eleven out of all the franchises? Um, well, to even decide to buy anything, I just was tired of, I mean, people don't know this, but I was working, you know, a nine to five at uh, Warner Brothers for a long time, for like six years or whatever. And I just got wore out of the nine to five. So, bro, it could have been a fucking hot dog stand. And I'll take that motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Because I was just like, bro, I got to switch something up, you know? And I felt like I wasn't really living my purpose at the time. But, uh, you know, this that just came up. I did the cash flows on it, looked at the cash flows. I was going to buy, you know, a triplex out here on, I'll even tell you, Washington and Ridgely, bro, it's a triplex for sale. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, For 800,000, it was all single stories. So I was like, ooh, okay, cool. If I get it, Um, I was in the deal and I was like, all right. So I have my architect like look up the schematics and I'm like, hey, submit it to the city and see if I could build a second story on it. So then it could be a total of six units or five units 
and I could just be moving on that because it's only eight hundred thousand. Now I put another two hundred thousand in it. I'm up. Right. Long story short, they told me no. Um, and then I just took that money, pulled that deal uh, last minute. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm going to just find something else to do because the cash flows, if I got a, a three unit property, the cash flows at that time was looking like I would have made $200 a month. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. I can't <laughs> right. yeah. a month and I put up, you feel what I'm saying? All of that collateral. $100,000. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like, it's no, I ain't getting no cash, bro. Like, right. I still got to work, still got a nine to five, still got to fucking like eat. On only two hundred dollars on cash flow, like that's stupid. So okay. I said, forget it. I'll trade the real estate in for a cash flow asset. So um, that was my reasoning, kind of. And I just, oh man, I'm about to tell y'all niggas a gym. So this, uh, it's this website called uh, Biz Biz Buy Sell, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just people selling like their like businesses, you know, if they get tired, they're old, they're retired, you know. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and shit like that. Like, uh, so I went on there and I saw it listed. I was like, oh, this ain't this ain't real. It's a seven eleven. But I was like, man, like my uncle had a bar, my uncle owns GS over there. You feel what I'm saying? He yeah, owns- the GS Lounge. But if anybody know anything about the GS, like it got a little crazy, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I don't- I wanted that stress and I wasn't ready for like another bar right be like dumped on me necessarily so I was like you know what I'm gonna get something that's safer a little less you know stringent but I was looking from like 200 mile radius bro mm-hmm. mile radius so I was just I don't know bro I just found it and then now that I got it you know like I employ like mostly like people who have like different issues and disabilities and like a background that they come from that's like trouble right and now it's like i'm finally living what i'm supposed to do living in your purpose yeah this is really my purpose is to uh be in business own businesses as well as employ because i honestly i started taking therapy classes just on just Mm-hmm. Being able to like understand body emotions and like how to understand your employees and stuff. Yeah. It gets deep, bro. Yeah. It's, for this whole for thing, sure. Like, this last like year, bro, has been such a crazy eye opener and it makes everything else that I've done across my whole life minuscule. Right. And like, but how, so how did you get to this point in terms of you said like half of your, um, what you use to buy? the 7-Eleven was stocks. So, you know, obviously you said your family owns a bar, popular bar in LA. You have family members who know about, you know, businesses and money, but what was your personal journey to get to the stocks, to build your portfolio, to get to this point? Like, how did you get there? Well, I, um, dude, I was trading stocks, man, back in 2010. But mm. I didn't really let nobody know, really, because it was kind of dorky back then, you know? Right, right. Like, I was like a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. like, you're not talking about, like, your, like, EBITDA and fucking, like, your P ratio. Like, motherfuckers ain't going to know that. Like, bro, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? But I bought a, I mean, back then I was copying, like, Amazon at 300, 400. Right. Which you know is what like, I mean? Like, 2200 like, now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, honestly, to be honest, I was in college flipping packs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like flipping packs. And, um, 
you know, buying Amazon. What else I bought? I bought MasterCard. I bought like uh, a couple gas stocks while they were down. Cause this was right after the around the recession type of crap. Right, right. There was a lot of stuff on sale at that time, you know. So yeah. I was cleaning up just <laughs> right. You know, like and I just uh I met a white boy, shout out to Kelby, who's now my CPA. Which is <laughs> shout crazy. out Kelby. Yeah. Shout out to Kelby, you know, and uh you know, he kind of just like was like, Hey man, start putting some money in the stocks. Cause I looked up, we was in our second year of college, and bro has seventy thousand dollars in stocks. Yeah. Bro, we're like just out of high school with school, right. 70k. Right. Yeah. You like how you get that? Yeah, yeah, I was like, bro, you gotta show me. So he put me down. Um, it was Capital One Investing at first, and then they sold to E Trade. But uh, you know, I just start flipping packs, and every like month, I would DJ a party or whatever like that, and two parties, I will put into the market. You feel what I'm saying? Or I would yeah. just put it into the like, uh, you know, I just transfer the money into mm. the account. I ain't use it to buy nothing. Like right, I would just right. wait to a dip. Like yeah. I watch them. And then, you know, price go down just by a little bit. Got the money in there ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't look at the total number of, like, what I would go up and go down each month. I didn't even care about that. I was just copping, you know. You had your value stocks that you were just basically dollar-cost averaging into. Yep. Yeah. And I would just choose, like, I mean, and I would just watch Jim Cramer, Fast Money, you know, mm-hmm. every once in a while, Faded and, and just. <laughs> yeah. But then I would look more into like, okay, like what's a good company? Like what is overall like a good company? Like yeah. I, would go, I went to school for finance. Right. I remember that. Yeah. So yeah. I was like finance and law. So like I could understand the accounting aspect of it. I can understand the finance aspect of it. And now I'm starting to learn, okay, what is a lean company? Like how much mm-hmm. like merchant? So I was being able to read these balance sheets, you know, like mm-hmm. my second your college so you know shout out to college i try to tell people like nigga just go just go yeah just go right for real you know what i mean because you but, never know what you'll get turned into to, you know? right right they have so much uh diversity of knowledge of things you can get in like i started as a recording arts major and then uh switched to film so i wasn't even a film major when i started college like yeah and, yeah and even I, that, if you don't finish the connections you make yeah, or to have, yeah, know, whatever you figure out there is going to mm-hmm. help you, like, you know, and not to say that you have to, but yep. especially if you want to own businesses, be involved yeah. in finance and shit like that, you definitely should get an uh, understanding of how economics work, finance works, all of that. Exactly. exactly. And then looking at like the 7 Eleven model, dude, like, about 40, 45% of my, my clientele base is all, uh, um, you know, government, government issued cars, EBT. So it's like, right, right. EBT still goes to keep booming, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of like a section eight thing, like, yeah. like that, but it's just like, you know, it all works together with like, uh, a yeah. long, long evity, like, yeah, like you're almost long. like, you're almost like Tesla. You just get that free government money. <laughs> Exactly. it's gonna come in regardless because i bought tesla too way yeah. back yeah way back you know i don't know early that's when i started seeing them pull up in them in uh at the warner brothers lot i was like damn that's cold like <laughs> start pulling up in tesla i was like oh i see what's going on this is gonna be like a little thing for y'all. yeah 
Yeah, I remember when my uh one of my best friends, Will, uh, my white homie, Will, he's his mom had moved to Petaluma, which is where George Lucas is from, oddly enough. No, exactly uh, where that is. <laughs> and right. yeah, and so they lived in Encino and she moved up there. We went to visit her when we were in college. You know, it's just like the nicest white town in the Bay, like, you know, and she had a Tesla. She was like one of the first I think she was the first person I ever seen with a Tesla. And I always kind of thought of her like in this kind of progressive mindset. And I was like, oh, this is going to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so speaking of which, uh, let's get into the traditional show of Crypto Bros. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the big news, obviously, this week always in- involves Elon Musk. Um this week, he's putting the deal on hold because of the bots that are on Twitter. So he's he bought Twitter. Now he didn't buy Twitter. Maybe he's going to be forced to buy Twitter. Maybe he's back out of the deal. He's going to pay a fee. We don't know. Um, but this is an ongoing thing. A $44 billion transaction is just hung up on the blockchain right now. <laughs> like, you know, we don't. Nobody really knows. Everybody's guessing. Do you guys think that he still wants to buy it? Do you think the bots matter or does he just want to back out? Of course, of course, the bots matter because we were talking about the bots and how, yeah. how many bots in account, botted accounts exist on Twitter. So it's like, what, what network am I, how big is the network that I'm really buying? Yeah. The social network that I'm buying. So it's like, I think to audit that is makes complete sense. But wouldn't you audit that before you say I'm gonna buy it for 44 billion? That's kind of what everybody's it's saying. It's Elon Musk, dude. It's Elon <laughs> Musk. He does shit like this. He his favorite person is Kanye West. <laughs> I know. And so well, it makes total sense. Like he did the that's same shit a year ago with Doge. Like it's the same shit. Every year he yeah. baits and switches and then he kind of pussies out. Right. That's what it feels like to me. Right. Or or he may, but he does land some incredible shit along the way sometimes right you know he he didn't give us the cyber truck but he did put out the flamethrower the tunnel sucked but the model t is nice so you know like back on that goddamn you know cyber truck you said what so i want my damn money back oh you put your <laughs> money down the money down for the cyber truck yeah, sure. yeah shit that shit is hard as fuck it is it. hard as fuck. That's our logo, part of our little logo. It is, <laughs> it is a cyber truck. Hey, you uh, know, it's crazy, man. I, it's I agree with. Uh, I agree with Mike. I agree with Mike. That's that's a, it's a sick situation. Yeah. but it does matter, you know. Yeah. So, do you guys think that when you buy a system this large with this type of data and you know this range of users that is going to automatically come baked in with a percentage of bots. Like what is the percentage of bots you think like is on Twitter, Instagram, like these, all these social networks and other networks that we use. Like, I think it was like reported. I heard like on a podcast the other day, it's like five to it's like 5%, 10% are bots or some shit on Twitter. Yeah. Makes sense. But that's what I'm saying. Is that what's the acceptable amount then, you know, cause there's going to be bots. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I feel like it's just all a bunch of issues that a bunch of points that people care about that he doesn't care about, but he knows that you will. That's what it feels like to me for most of the stuff he does and right. says. Again, it feels like the kid on the the kid with the uh, with the was a magnifying glass on the anthill. Like I, 
don't really think he cares about Twitter or cares about the bots or cares about free speech that much. Mm-hmm. But he knows we all care about it. And if he wants to run for president or do some dumb shit in the future or just get more favor, like owning Twitter would be great for him, great for his stock. Right. Personal and business. But well, I don't know. It feels he like a big troll. He it's also like, again last year this happened with Doge, yeah. and then it happens again every year with some shit with the tunnel with just his yearly campaign. Well, he also made the bid at at what fifty four dollars or something, and it's the stock has dropped like fifteen plus percent since then, right? <laughs> so, yeah. is he going to be held to that number that he offered at, or like how does that work? Yeah, the the stock price is thirty seven dollars. He made his offer at fifty four. I, think I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? What you what you say, Jonah? I said I think he'll definitely try to negotiate it on sale on sale price for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Why would he not? I already I already killed you. I already right. squashed you. Yeah. Put you out of your misery or not? <laughs> buy it and all y'all can shut up or yeah. Y'all wanna? And this is my new offer. You know, take it right. You. You're right, and that's kind of what it seems like he's doing. Like. Mm-hmm. He's bullying like, him. Yeah, it's just a bully move. Yeah. It's not a cool move. No. But, I mean, I mean, even Jack Dorsey, he like, man, hey, I'm out of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm over it. I don't want to don't ask me to be the CEO. Yeah. I don't want to touch it. I'm done with Twitter. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it did it did spiral out of control from uh Jack Dorsey, you know, being the CEO of it in terms of just like you know the ads is kind of ridiculous yeah like trying to solicit different um genres of random things i don't know why i kept getting real housewives yeah uh, automatic or whatever (laughs) that place is like in atlanta and like it was like eight of them bro and i'm just like bro like i don't watch this shit like why do i why am i getting it on my phone like that shit was nuts but uh Anyway, yeah. Yeah. No, the the advertisement, the algorithm is basically what fucks up all of these apps right now. You know, we had that great period where we were loving social media. We hopped off Facebook. We were in Instagram. Twitter was nice. I don't know, it was mid 2010s or something. And then the algorithm came and <laughs> fucked up the whole shit, turned the club lights on in the party. And it was like, oh, this is whack, you know? And then the bots kind of, kill whatever other vibe it was like the fucking gang members coming to rob niggas it's like damn like now we yeah. got these niggas up in here you know back when instagram was based on actual pictures right yeah remember those days um, yeah. shit yeah nice. yeah so i mean now we got tiktok algorithms and crazy. uh yeah all that crazy shit um welcome back mcgoy is he are you on i'm here i'm here <laughs> welcome to uh, the pod sir we got john good. john do you know john john i do now what's up what's up john <laughs> john what's up champ what's up brody how you living all good man rolling up as we speak my nigga big mike um yeah mike we were just talking about the the musk twitter buy don't buy back and forth the pri- the price being driven down him bullying the market all of that you know is that how you take it as him bullying <laughs> the market <now? laughs> uh-oh. uh-oh you know that's mike's boy don't do it I, I mean you know listen i know you guys have a different hate for him because he 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 uh 
has some type of effect on the price of some of your assets. <laughs> not not really mine though. So I right. don't really care. Right. But I will say this, I'm not mad at because I saw today actually apparently Joe Biden's has fifty five fifty one percent fake accounts who follow him. Oh wow. after so, the audit. So we're jumping to political bros right off the not, top. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, and then, then the other side of that is Elon, they say Elon has, I think, 75% of his followers are all bots. Are bought it? Are bought it. Wow. So so if you're about to buy something based off of metrics that you gave to yeah. the SEC, but yeah. these metrics are 75% incorrect, uh-huh. then yeah, my nigga, I want a discount too. But but you know what's crazy? Like, Niggas. Big lean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Niggas still have like that same amount of influence so it's like if he's bought it that means everybody's bought it anybody with a large following is mostly bots then yeah <laughs> that's basically what that means because if you know what i'm saying okay that's one way of viewing it or you could say i've heard a different perspective where is the people who so happen to have larger microphones are the ones that are also being bodied or microphones are saying the things that we want to be heard mm-hmm. happen to have more bots and the more bots you have then the more engagement you have and the louder your voice is right but isn't that kind of part of what niggas was saying like russia russia makes all the bots like how, how are we different no we're i'm saying that russia is making these bots to project the loud, loudest voices they want her to, you know, just, just bring right. down a bring down American democracy. I don't know. That's what it seems like. You, you just try to tie in RussiaGate to this fucking Twitter <laughs> bot thing. Incredible. I'm saying <laughs> bots are in farms overseas mostly. Russia, China, are they not? Then I, I don't know actually where the bots know. are at. That's a great. That's a great question. Yeah, where where are these? Where are all of these billions and billions bots? of bots? <laughs> yeah, coming where from. Their, what are their intentions? Like, what's what's really going on with these bots, bro? You don't think Elon has his own bots, like, bro? He's got to have a bot farm somewhere. Yeah. Wow, I don't even. This is a sick tunnel. <laughs> yeah, we get we get sick and deep over here, man. This because you know Nicki Minaj is the only one trying to get some clicks. There are other people with bot farms. <laughs> Because you know she got caught for having a bot. Oh, for botting? Yeah, uh, for botting her, her single. You know, a lot oh, of oh, the actual music. Oh. Yeah, because labels do it, right? Yeah, for spins for sure. on Spotify and all this shit. Like, it's for done sure. at, like in mass. Uh, there's no real purchase or, uh, you know, direct link to anything. Everybody's fucking Jonah from Ozark. I don't know if you guys watch that show, but. Yep. <laughs> everybody's fucking laundering money through false businesses I don't so know. They can not be... everybody i don't know like, <laughs> people you know yeah yeah i don't know nobody not, doing that i'm not saying i know anybody i'm just saying it was on a tv show and it seems like what may happen somewhere in the world um that's the problem with believing stuff that you you know see with your eyes or on the internet Most <laughs> of the things you see with your eyes goddamn like, <laughs> like yeah uh 
there's a whole lot of noise. Uh, I think he's just making noise. I think he doesn't give a fuck about those bots. All right. It's going to be something just like this next year. It'll be different. It's I'm telling you, it's going to be like a campaign type thing. I'm t- bro, he's getting ready. He's going to run. I mean, he talked about being Republican and Democrat, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. This, like this week. Yeah. This morning. Yeah, I jump it. For Mark Cuban, man. I'm over him, dude. Like, I don't know about Elon for president, man. It's just a little too. <laughs> no, he'll be vice president when, you know, Trump reruns. Oh shit! God, can Elon can't run for president though because he's not American. He's African American. <laughs> he is African American. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is. But yeah, he can't actually run for president in America. Yeah, what's that? Like as years? it stands, as it stands. So yeah. that's a part of it. Honestly, I do think Elon is part of his big brain activity. Is he wants Trump to be president so he can dismantle American democracy and then possibly he can run this country um this country in the world he's gonna have yeah i mean yeah once you run america you run the world especially if you're not 80 90 fucking years old so if he's 52 years old and he gets to run the world because oh yeah there's a new law in america you don't have to be american to be fucking president oh you know like the same way everything else is changing i'm sure the money will do the talking so that's crazy. Dude. I think he can do more damage as not being the president than being the president of the United States. But I'm saying I agree with you, Mike. I agree with you 100 percent. But I think this part of that's part of his Kanyeism. Hmm. You know, and I mean, yeah, I agree. Like, because and, and this is what I, I argue with people about all the time is that these big companies and the Amazon, the Teslas, like all the Apples, like. They employ so many people and they have so much power. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I could automate all these fucking jobs. You know why I don't want to? Because then it's going to fucking go crazy. But I right. can. Just yeah. know that I can. I've seen it. Even <laughs> yeah. Like, they, they could automate 90% of their fucking like things and then we're done. But the thing is, everybody's like, oh, Amazon, they don't pay their taxes. Oh, t- Elon Musk doesn't pay taxes. Yeah, motherfucker, because he pays motherfuckers that pay three times the amount. You feel what I'm saying? That he would be paying. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then when you pay people on payroll, that's why I tell people on my situation, all right, y'all want, you know, $20 an hour. That's cool. Okay, we can give you $20 an hour. But nigga, you put it into another tax bracket and you don't even know. You're fucking like, I'm getting taxed more, which you don't know. You feel what I'm saying? Like my my payroll tax is crazy every 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 week. Right. Sorry to go on out my tangent. No, 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 I feel you. Mike was saying, like, it's like he he if he does not uh run for president or something like that that he might want to do then, yeah, it might be a little bit more detrimental. Because, I mean, they have the power a little bit more than the government because the government has consistently made bad choices to put themselves at a disadvantage compared to these larger companies because they're so archaic. But, yeah, uh, but that's my that's thing what... is like, I, I want him to not run for president. I want him to keep doing his thing. Like, he tweeted about, oh, I used to vote Democrat, now I vote Republican. I'm like, why do you vote for either? Like, why don't you just use your use your power to do whatever you want? Like, you're talking about 
why you're who you're voting for to sway other humans votes but you're smart enough to know that your vote doesn't matter like nigga you have all the money you can make whatever you want happen happen but if he can get everyone else to vote on his side and help him with his tax yeah yeah no exactly and that's the instrument that he's using twitter for is to guide other people's minds to help to dump on them yeah (laughs) exactly dump on you yes yes yeah buy all the dogecoin you want because when it makes it tradable in the space He's going to make you buy, use it to dump on you, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like it. Yes. It's um, all uh, like to, to, he's making himself profitable, not, unless he's giving away all of his money, the reason why he wouldn't want to make money off of people. So it's, I feel like it's kind of a, he's not, he's, he's, people make him to sound like a big philanthropist or philosopher. Like it is, again, sounds like to me, Revenge of the Nerds every time he talks. Yes. So speaking of dumping on you, um, what's going on with Miladies? Uh, so far they're fine. They went up a good amount, and then they got high and they got flooded. Just like literally, just today. I mean, they got. So well, first off, Milady is a. Yeah, John. John, are you in the NFTs at all? Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about. ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. ButcherBox takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at ButcherBox.com Dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. I am archaic. No, I've <laughs> had to learn NFTs. I have, like, barely... I'm all stock. You want to talk stock? I talk stocks to everybody is fucking, like, like bleeding like you know yeah. I mean? but i am not up on all the cryptos i'm not gonna lie y'all are probably way it's, more extreme it's better for your health trust me <laughs> yeah don't don't do that you don't you don't want no parts of this shit <laughs> do what you did with the stocks and just dca into ethereum and laugh as we suffer for the next five years Ethereums. i got you know a lot of little like you know i got i got a couple little of the high you know the usual coins you yeah know, the blue like, chips like, yeah the blue chips yeah i'm not experimenting just because i'm not in that space i would have to like dedicate time to it you get what i'm saying then all I the know. experiments have failed so you're good just get just more ethereum whatever you got sell for ethereum this is financial advice 
for everyone on the podcast not financial advice financial advice right fucking it's all you fucking need ethereum you can get bitcoin if you want i would if i had a lot of money yeah. but ethereum is a that's the way to go precisely uh so, so yeah a project john called Milady maker and it it's been around maybe for, it's been around for almost a year now but it that had no hype up until three months ago and they sold out they got really popular uh it's like this weird thing made by these girls in new york and it's like kind of got some fashion weird internet cultures like memes behind it and it blew up a little bit and like recently the last few days it really went up it went up like to two ethereum and as of this morning or whatever there's like some fud uh, about the originators of the or the original creators of the collective that Milady Maker is made by, and apparently these kids were grooming or Nazis or oh, racist. They they were they were. <laughs> a, this is what happens in general. Most right. things for yeah. most projects is gonna you know fud and like it's been going up. Uh, this fud like was like debunked like three or four months ago, but some guy on Twitter who's got a big following just read it and retweeted it and said i'm out but he kept all of his miladies anyways he didn't sell anything he said i'm out of this and right. it became a whole thing for like the last eight hours like shit dropped almost to eth yeah uh, so so john john part of the cycle of nfts and coins is that they blow up initially then they go down then they might blow up again and then somewhere in between there some random Twitter person or person with a discord makes some long passage about whoever's behind it. And it usually makes people scared for however, you know, a week, a day, who knows? Yeah. Like when then, Kramer says, Oh, this is going to help. You know? Yeah. And then, and then it just tapers back off to somewhere in the middle. Um, and then it pumps right back up in yeah. Like a week later. Yeah. So this is like a, probably a bi-weekly like occurrence that's happened with 50 projects you know we literally we have a segment for this because it happens so often um so yeah this week it was miladies last week it was azuki's i mean board ape has done this a couple times you know it's just it's just how they rotate Um, yeah this seems like it's uh way above my pay grade (laughs) actually it's the it's it's (laughs) This takes no brain power at all. It's like the, right. The, it's it's the so smarter dumb. you are, the more trouble. I'll get yeah, out. exactly. Like, yeah, there's this um, there's this meme. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it in relation to like NFTs or uh, like crypto market, where it's like there's like a really smart guy on one side and like a really dumb guy on the other side, and they're like saying the same thing. And it's like I forgot what the curve. I don't know if it's the Laffer curve or whatever that curve. That's like it goes up and the iq curve yeah, yeah in the yeah. middle is a guy who's like smart but <laughs> but it's like a jedi on the right side and then it's like a caveman on the left side and the middle is like a smart nerd guy yeah always so it's like no you can't do you can't just buy a jpeg and expect it to go up and it has no utility and he's the one who's always out of money <laughs> yeah much. Exactly. while the, the jedi super smart guy and then the the preton you know just like oh, oh this is looks funny it goes up <laughs> or the Jedi knows, like, oh, the, all the dummies will think this shit is funny. It's going to go up. So I'll just buy it. Yeah. But yeah, that's usually... So, like, right now, that's what it feels like. Like, a perfect time to FUD a project. And the FUD is good. It's funny. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, this is what Bored Apes went through exactly. Nazi FUD. Mm-hmm. But there's no, like... This has, like, no basis. Like, there's no... 
art about Nazis. Like they have little like references to Nazism still in the Bored Apes. And the guys used to write Nazi fan fiction. Like they might not be Nazis, but they seem to, you know, kind of yeah. <laughs> empathize with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird. Like these, I don't imagine these fucking, these teenage girls in New York are grooming and then turning in these groomed kids into Nazis and whatever the other accusation was. And there's no basis for it. Most shit is like that. Like, there's no basis for most of the stuff. It's hard to find. Like, Azuki, nah, it, you can find it if there is. You can find everything on the internet if there is. So that's a... That's why that's I sound like, oh, everything noise. Yeah, everything's on the internet. Yeah. Um, so if you ever want to do some shit, delete all your tweets. <laughs> yeah, IG. John, John, when you, when you uh, did that interview for the local news, did you think about, like, oh, are people going <laughs> to go back and look at old... Tweets oh, I fucking hate 7 Eleven. If you look at my Twitter and my Facebook, I mean, everything. Yeah. I, I went through like a full, like, when I was applying for the sewer, mm-hmm. I went through a full purge, man. Yeah. Like, I did everything. Like, I just was like, all right, restart. <laughs> yeah, just scrubbed it. Did no you... one really knew. No one yeah. really knew. But I was like, dude, uh uh-uh. uh. Like, yeah. it blew up way too big. Like, it was like, gang of people like yeah it, you know what i mean like so i was like you know what i'm just gonna delete all this shit. i yeah. don't trust uh i don't trust myself as much as i trust people so right you know what I mean? like, i'll just be like i know i would say some wild shit you know i, I, mean? I definitely got some wild tweets out there that i'm gonna have I'm to so glad my old twitter got banned yeah <laughs> anything yeah, pops off find me i'm good no people are gonna search and see the wildest takes that i had in 2010 like yeah yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. all those just on my twitter feed like a dumbass yeah. yeah yeah all those dms dude on instagram I, with all those girls. oh man <laughs> you know what you make a great point because yeah they can lead on both ends too right yeah yeah thank all god for that crazy. thank delete, god for that delete autumn dms yeah <laughs> You know what's crazy? I learned if you delete a DM, but you top so like this is someone I was s- sending messages to repeatedly. So it's like at the top, but whatever was last was deleted or whatever the last message was will show up. So like everyone thinks like when you delete shit, they don't notice it unless they're watching it. Mm-hmm. But you get you get caught up in that shit too. You gotta be <laughs> careful what you say online. You right. Be careful or make sure it's solicited. Right. At least. So let me ask y'all a question real quick. Um, I've seen a lot of people talk about the bear market. We're in a bear market. Um, but a lot of people, I tweeted this, haven't wanted to use the R word. Recession. Recession? Yeah. yeah. Um, why do you think that is? I mean, I've seen it a good amount, but, you know, I'm in a vacuum. kind but, of. So. But from like large publications or news, you know, been watching fast money bro and all see all them, they don't want to say it but they're set, they're throwing that word around every yeah. show throws yeah. the word around, around. yeah yeah you know like it's saying? coming no. ensuing yeah i'll tell you what if the dow drops what is it right now what is a dow it's 31 right 31 two or something it gets if it gets to 28 we're in a session yeah 28 so not not sub 30 uh yeah, even sub thirty. I mean, anything, anything around there. I feel like, yeah, we yeah. hit it. What's up, man? Yeah, like, S and P keep falling. Yeah, it's 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 up. But 
I mean, whatever. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's just, like, recessions ain't nothing, like, to really be worried about, you know. I mean, it's you can worry about it if you're in the job market because you're going to see a lot of the tightening up on the hiring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I have seen personally. So I see that it's going to get – it's gonna, the R word's going to come around. Yeah. I see it. And, and the first people to see it is really these companies because they pulled back. A lot of people like Netflix let go of a lot of a lot of people. So yeah, they had to. a lot of people. Everybody just been letting go of people. The first people they get cut. So I was doing contracting actually recently for Disney, which was a really nice look. But they cut my contract uh, as of this week. Hmm. So, but I mean, I don't care. I mean, I was only right. doing it just because I, you know, had a little extra time. I was like, fuck it. But I mean. That just shows you, you know, typically in a really good market, they would definitely just keep extending because they need the work. And the thing is, is they pay, you know, they'll pay you a hundred dollars an hour or whatever like that. But really, that's what they would pay a regular employee with in tax with taxes. Right. So it's forever. And they want to keep their budgets inflated so they bring other people on, do promotions if you leave, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I agree. The R the R word is definitely gonna come. It's gonna hit a little, but I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be a long lasting recession necessarily. I think it might just be something that lasts, you know, about a year, year and a half. You know, the Fed is acting like a fucking crazy bitch out of hell. <laughs> yeah. In terms of just like so like determined to knock out this inflation right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I personally don't understand that necessarily. I think that we should probably do it gradual. But I mean, he's fucking smacking the 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 interest rate up every other day like, oh, half a point, half a point, half a point. (laughs) I think I think a lot of it is political, you know, um, because Biden is getting a bad rap right now. He's his rating is in the toilet and everybody's saying Biden's economy and, you know, people are ready to jump on him. But he's ready. Watch, watch. I'll tell you this. When, when there's time to turn to, when is he up for election again? 2024? 24, yeah. Okay, yeah. So by 2023, mm-hmm. he's going to start trying to turn this motherfucker around. around. <laughs> yeah. He's doing what he has to do now to make it suck. Yeah. So, you know, he could get, every president wants another four years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he's gonna do whatever he possibly can do yeah. to make us have lower gas prices or whatever. That's why he's throwing so much money at Ukraine. He's just like, "Fucking hurry up, finish That's it." Not, yeah, get that part. Like, yeah. he's just like, dude, if we could just get all this shit done now, right? By you know election year, I'm looking cool. Right. That's all I want. Don't talk to me. I just want <laughs> he's gonna be looking cool. He's gonna be looking blue. I don't understand right. how he's expected to really win again that's crazy to me he thinks he's going to i mean I, yeah i don't i don't yeah i don't see that i don't see that happening i don't know and he doesn't really have an heir apparent because i don't think he would post up kamala so it'll be interesting to see how they try to play that out um but he's i i think the the fed situation is crazy and i don't i mean i guess i haven't watched it for as long as you and i that was going to be the next question I asked you. You know, you started kind of stacking in the recession. You got it. You know, you said 2010. Like that was kind of the the middle or the tail end of the, you know, the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was pretty recessed right there. Yeah. 
was pretty broke. You know? <laughs> yeah. but, uh, that's, I mean, I see this and I'll be like, well, okay, I guess I'm putting, you know, this year I'm putting 20 or 30,000, however much I could possibly put, you know, into buying because, I mean, they're going to correct it. They're going to fix it. Yeah. It's a stock market. It's too many, it's too many, it's too much money dependent on this economy to let it fail. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is something that I don't necessarily see. Okay. Don't beat me up, you guys, crypto bros and uh, cryptocurrencies, because it's like, I know the government is going to do what the fuck they need to do to make sure this economy is booming, because they can't make no money if we ain't, you know what I mean? If we ain't in in alignment. Yeah. Yeah. If niggas ain't eating. Yeah, niggas ain't eating, and niggas going up. Like whatever <laughs> hairs we gotta cut, whatever taxes we gotta cut, we go do it to make that economy bounce. Yeah, but John, John, that's the first level. Okay, cool, and I appreciate that. The oh, next so level is beautiful. so how do they how do they do that? Right, they do that by printing more money. And um, so when you print more just... money, then it devalues yeah the ones that are currently in circulation just naturally. Yeah. So then we got to work harder to then buy the same goods and services that it took us less U.S. dollars with last time. Yeah. And so then you're saying, well, what can the Fed do or that all the Fed can do is raise the interest rates because there are no homes available to be purchased in Los Angeles or even outside of Los Angeles, 40 minutes each direction. Mm hmm. Right, there's something wrong there. Yeah, we, we all know this, and so yeah, we gotta like raise the interest rates because they've been at zero for like a decade. That's yeah. the reason why CDs haven't been paying out shit, is because mm-hmm. the interest rate's been at zero. So something has to be done, and the mere fact that I'm listening and bro, it sounds like you did your thing last recession. Mm-hmm. Right, so we should be welcoming the next one, not avoiding the R word. We should be right. loving the R word. I agree. Yeah, yeah. That's all I see. Well, yeah. I mean, in that case, John John is the best person to have on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, I don't know if I'm the best person necessarily, but I, I mean, mean I, now the time is is let's uh. Let's wash our hands and really wash these motherfucking stocks that's about that shit and the motherfuckers that ain't about that shit go get kicked in the nuts. You feel what I'm saying? I'm against Netflix, you know, because I think they be bullshitting. They should have been fucking bossed up and bought Viacom and fucking Paramount and they should have fucking bought other companies while they had all the capital and all the fucking market. But they didn't. They just bullshitted and they just walked away from the deals. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, we should be looking at different uh, stocks that are good companies. You feel what I'm saying? Good fucking companies and buy them up now. Yeah. Same thing, I think, with crypto, too, you know, because, you know, like the like. My guy was saying with the with the Ethereum, you know, yeah, I'm gonna cop a couple more, you know, before the year end, just to say fuck it. Yeah. But um, I'm probably like uh, 80 20 in my portfolio with stocks being 80, and then the other 20 being like crypto. I probably want to move that to like 30 60, probably. Yeah. Or 30 yeah. 70. 
Yeah, 37 or or 30. Well, I was trying to say like a third, but oh, like 33, 63. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's a good allocation, you know, especially because you know the, the stock market. And that's something that you, you know, been in. And everybody says, you know, time in the market beats time in the market. So, dude, um, I'm not by no stretch. I'm an expert at stocks at all. You feel what I'm saying? But I just have been fortunate, like I said, to just that's why I tell everybody. I just just pick good companies. You know what I mean? Amazon, when they start taking over the books, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? The book space and the Barnes and Noble and started fucking crushing them. I was like, oh, shit, it's going to be bad. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm buying, you know what I mean? Right, and right, like, right. all right, I rolled the dice and then I fucking like came up, you know. Because right. when I sold, I sold it for like 32 or 30 or three, you know, 3200 or 3100, somewhere around there, but uh, mm-hmm. off of 300. So cool, right? But I'm like, uh, I don't know, yeah, I, I agree with my mess, you know, like now's the time to buy, I would say, if you want to get in the market. Disney is a fucking vulture, I believe. Starbucks is a vulture. Yeah. You know, fucking Amazon's a beast, of course. Tesla, the demand is going to stay there for at least another five to six years. Yeah. Ford, I think, is a creeper, I think. I think they're going to come up with the Ford F-150, and I think that should go hit. You know what I mean? Because mm. white people love Fords, and they love Ford F-150s more than anything. <laughs> Yeah, so I get that stuff smack. You know, I got a couple of different plays in my book. You know, I like uh, Dutch Brothers. Okay, but uh, that's a real sleeper. If I had a chance, I would get a franchise Dutch Brothers. I think. Too. Okay, what kind of company is that? Coffee. Oh, coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I recognize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do the cold brew and all that stuff. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see them in the uh, in the supermarket. Yeah, they're just a little bit more creative, I think, than Starbucks. Even though Starbucks is good, you know, what I mean, yeah, it's it's uh the market is big enough, I think, for more than one player. I mean, you look at Dunkin' and they did fucking backflips, right? You know, where they started, so you know, the market's there. Yeah, no, I feel you. Even I... in a recession, the market is there, dude. Like, just cop it. Don't look at the losses every day. I don't even look at my portfolio. When yeah. I was buying in a recession, I didn't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I would just put the money in the account. I don't think I would ever start looking at the returns until at least second, second or third year. Oh, wow. See, that's real discipline. Most people in the crypto market do not have the discipline to wait that long. I mean, my, my bros, Mike and Mike, they're waiting on the post bag. It's loading. Um <laughs> John, you wait a year and a half to two years to make to look at your investments. Yeah, I'll be uh I just trust that they're good companies and I buy them, you know what I mean? But yeah, I just be like, just fuck it. Like, cause if you look at them, then you're gonna be like, ooh, should I jump out before it goes lower and all that other stuff? Like uh oh, like NVIDIA, right? So like NVIDIA stock, like I um, if you know that stock, like they do a lot of the chips and stuff. I mm-hmm. bought NVIDIA a long time ago. It fucking went down by just a little bit. Sold it like an idiot. And now, like, you know, I mean, NVIDIA's getting hit now, but pre this little recession shit that's going on, yeah. it was up. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? NVIDIA is all up. Yeah. They're doing all these gaming shits in terms of their chips are up. They're, they're fucking linking the right deals with the gaming and 
Roblox is popping, you know what I mean? And it's all this gaming, 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 gaming. And NVIDIA is the main people that's powering that industry. Uh, with the chips, yep, you got it. Chips, so. And, and, John, you don't know this, you know, but I'm like a, what, probably 15-year financial professional. And all I'm going to say is you are our favorite kind of client. <laughs> Wait, the, okay. guy who, the guy who's not checking his portfolio for, for a, two years, <laughs> two and a half years, we love you, my brother. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> hey, thanks, bro. It's a, lot of, hey, it's a lot of men in Hawaii right now on you, my G. I hope you understand that. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, thanks, man. It's, it's hard, but, I mean, you know, just start, you know, I tell everybody just start with a little bit, you know. Don't treat it like it's money that's like, oh, I put up my last 20 bands to this shit. Like, nah, just go slow, bro. Go at your own pace, you know? When I started, like I said, I was flipping packs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe 100, 200 there for an ounce. You know, I sell four ounces, and then I have one ounce is a stock, so, you know, or two ounces is a stock, whatever. Right, right. I was doing that. But weed is legal now, so we're going <laughs> to, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, people, people aren't supporting their local drug dealer like they used to um everything has been corporatized in the weed game but that's another conversation but um definitely want to thank you for coming on the show john john and uh sharing with us some of your knowledge and some of your story some of your game and how you got to where you are definitely wanted to congratulate you again brother on all your success might 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 uh visit that 7-eleven when i uh, go out there to vegas for my birthday you know what i'm saying Yeah, come to the house, man. I'll just send you the address. Yeah, yeah. Kick it. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get a pool built, but them shits are expensive. Hell yeah. John, John, come come over to National Gold Group, man. We'd love to have you as an investor, man. We love guys who don't check their portfolios for two and a half years straight. Uh-huh. We'd love to have you, brother, at National Gold Group. I'm telling you. All right, man. All right, man. Well, again, thanks. To our guest DJ John John, check him out. Um, and for the crypto bros, I'm Jason Madison, Mike McGoy, Mike Rese, Chris Epps. We out of here. Peace.